0: I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs.
1: Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue,
0: Christy is someone who's been a friend now for like a couple years. She is a number one national best-selling author of a book called Business Boutique. She hosts the Business Boutique podcast, which is a huge podcast. They have an annual event, which is also huge, and she is a certified business coach. And she is one of the Ramsey personalities, uh, which we're going to talk a lot about. So she has specifically a, a passion for equipping women with the knowledge and steps they need to successfully grow a business. So she joined Ramsey Solutions in 2009. Um, She's spoken to tens of thousands of people across the country at their events, other events, national conferences, and they have built a huge, huge brand for her in very, very short order. And so we're gonna just talk to her about you know, I think her path, which is very, a very unique path. And then also some of the lessons that she has learned and that she shares with her audience. So um, you're going to love her if you don't already know her. So Christy, welcome to the show.
1: Rory, thanks so much for having me. You have been such a great friend to me and I would do anything for you. I'm just so grateful to be here. This is going to be fun.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, I appreciate that. And you know, I've always been endeared to you. I think you, you have such an endearing presence and, and such a you know like a passion for serving and I think to jump right into it can you explain what it means to be a
1: Ramsey personality yes let's start with that that's a good starting point point. <laughs>
0: yeah. and I, I think because a lot of people you know either under don't understand it and and specifically I think I think it's a lot of people when they think of building their personal brand the natural thing is I have to do this all on my own I have to like control it. I have to own it. I have to do all of it. But there are other paths and other options. And I think yours is kind of more of a non-traditional one. So just like give us the background.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, let me just start with kind of why this position even evolved, because really, I got the same question from my friends and family when I announced to them, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to become a Ramsey personality. And they're like, awesome. What does that mean? I'm like, well, because this is all very new for us, but really where it started for us as a company, as an organization of now 800 people led by our CEO, nationally syndicated radio show host, obviously multiple New York Times bestselling author Dave Ramsey, which many people know. He's at the stage of life where he's starting to look at this company and the hundreds of people. It was a little less when, when this started back in 2012, but he's starting to look at the succession plan and say, okay, does the future look like for this company that is completely built on one man? The entire brand was one man, the Dave Ramsey show, all of the books, everything was driven by Dave Ramsey, the personality, but it was also led by Dave Ramsey, the man the leader, the CEO. And so he started to realize, you know, if I'm going to have a transition plan for the future for these hundreds of team members, for the millions of people that we are helping and want to continue to help in the future, then we need to have a plan for that. And so over many, many years and lots of research and and sitting with some of the most brilliant minds, you know, in the country and the world of how they've made transitional movements through their company, whether it's generational movements to, you know, passing down ownership to the kids or um, leadership transitions. And he really started to come up with a plan. And that plan is threefold. Obviously, There's going to be a handoff from him him to his three kids in ownership. But then he created a board. He diversified his leadership, spread it out where it used to be just three guys and a lot of bottlenecks. He now has an entire board that's growing. But then he thought, how do I transition the brand? How do I transition the trust, the content, the life change and transformation that, you know, he's built over 25, 30 years of doing this. And he said, you know, we need more people doing what I'm doing and what he was doing. And still is doing is writing and speaking and doing media and, and helping people as the personality and the face of this company. And so they looked at creating a new position called the Ramsey Personalities. And it's a very unique role because you have to have someone that has something to say. They have great content that helps people in, in an area of their life, but they also have to have the heart of a servant where they're not a diva, you know, thinking they're going to roll into a speaking event and have only green M&Ms and white couches. You need to have someone that is teachable and coachable and not too far along where they've got their own thing going, where this isn't a value to them because they're a part of a bigger team and a bigger company, but that has the skills and the talent that can be cultivated. And so we formed the Ramsey Personalities back in, I guess it was 2012 or 2014 in that transition. And I've been a speaker for years.
0: But that sounds about right. Because I think the first time... You know, I, I met Ramsey, really, I was a fan. And then there was an employee there who threw my name in the hat. I came to speak at Devo. Like, I remember I was here. It was a while ago. Though. Yeah. like t- That was probably like when you first got there. That, it would have been like 2010. Yeah. And I remember talking to Jeremy Breland and some of the people, because I was really close with Zig Ziglar. Zig me. Uh-huh. I know Dave was close with him as well. Yeah. Interesting to see, you know, the Ziglar organization kind of like, Sort of stumble through in some ways. They didn't. They didn't have as much time to kind of plan. Right. And I think that was just one of several things that kind of Dave was like, okay, right. We got to do this. But there was only two hundred and fifty people there. Right. And now there's eight hundred and fifty. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I was just over there. I was just over there with you because one of our clients, Lewis Howes, was yeah. on your show, and he was on Dave's show. And I think I heard Dave say something like 15 million people a week mm-hmm. are, are just his brand alone.
1: And just the, that's just the radio show. That's not any of the other books or platforms or social media. That's just the radio show. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And so you- it's, it's a lot of responsibility, right? Like it's to, to, to carry this thing that he's built. And so I think that's where, like you said, he started coming up with a plan. But then it, it was a gradual rollout. It wasn't an overnight thing. But we had, we had formed the speakers group back in 2010. And that was really a response just to speaking needs. Because Dave, at that time, in 2010, was turning down 3,000 requests a year for speaking that he couldn't do. Those were just the ones he couldn't do. And he was speaking much more at that time. And I thought, you know what? We need more speakers. This was way before Ramsey Personalities was even a thought on anybody's radar. And so they formed the speakers group and it was five men and two women, Rachel Cruz and myself. And I kind of was slid into that group. I was a youth project coordinator, Rory. Like I was doing products like piggy banks and kids books and Bible studies. but I hopped in there and filled in for Rachel on this particular conference this one summer. And I did a really good job. So that fall, they kind of slid me in to this group, no audition, no application, no interview. Just like, Oh, she did a good job. like, it was, We're literally flying by the seat of our pants here at this time. Wow. And, um, so I tell people all the time, you know, in Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In, she says some of the most amazing career opportunities are not positions that are posted, but problems that you solve, and that thing becomes your job. And that's really what happened. They needed a speaker, and I raised my hand, and I was like, well, I'll just I'll just do it. And they're like, can you speak? I was like, I don't know, I think so. I've never spoken in my life Roy. I was just like, I oh, don't know, I'll figure it out. And so that turned into the speakers group, which then evolved with more intention over time into the Ramsey personality. So we really are the message bearers for the future of this company um, in different areas, anything from obviously money with Rachel Cruz and Chris Hogan, and Anthony O'Neill, but then even Kim Coleman is in the career space and I really have been in the business space for women and also a little bit of personal development. So we're trying to go into more markets, spread the mes- message wider, really just to help more people and go into the future.
0: It's amazing and everyone on the team there, I mean, on top of just you know transforming our life personally, financially, then getting to meet Dave, then meeting the team, now seeing all of you, like we just think so, so highly of you all and you're, you're doing such great work. So hopefully you don't mind me asking this. No. I wanna talk to you about the ego part of this. Because you know Dave is, Dave is as big as it gets as a personal brand. Right. And, you know, there has to be a little bit of feeling like, oh, we're we're in Dave's shadow. Yeah. Also, you know, you yeah. look to other people going, okay, they're building their own thing. And it's like, they're in full control. And, right. And how have you sort of reconciled not caring about it being like all your thing and your ownership? And, and how have you kind of moved beyond the like, I guess, what I would assume is kind of a natural ego s- struggle to like want to be the main personality and the owner and the like yeah. person in full control.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a combination of things. I'll tell you, people have asked me so many times, like, you know, when you, when you, when I came out with my book, they're like, oh my gosh, is this just a dream come true? And I'm like, well, not technically, because I never dreamt to write a book. And I know this sounds silly. Like, oh, i just, woke up here. It what, It's not that. It's not like I just woke up here because it was a lot of hard work and God opening doors. The thing is, is God opened doors. I didn't know I wanted to walk through. I never had the dream to be a speaker, to be an author, to be a personality, a business coach. I never had those dreams, Rory. Like, I thought I was going to work at an advertising agency. And so I think for me, as God has opened doors and I have walked through those doors, I'm discovering things about myself I didn't know existed. And so every day to me is just incredibly grateful. Like I feel like I won the lottery that I get to do this because it wasn't even on my radar that I wanted to do this. There's a quote that I love. It says, I didn't know that I was a bell until someone picked me up and rang me. And that's how I feel. Like I didn't know I could write. And then I've had all these opportunities to write. And oh my gosh, turns out I can write. And I really enjoy it. I'm fast and it's good. And that's a gift God has given me. I didn't even know I had. And so I think it has created in me a very natural, very effortless posture of gratitude. But I just feel so grateful to get to do this because it doesn't matter if I'm the greatest speaker in the world, if I'm the greatest author in the world, greatest business coach. If no one knows about it, then I'm not able to help people. And so Dave Ramsey and his company took a chance on me, put me and a lot of money behind me on their platform. There's a lot of trust there. I mean, he's built this thing over 30 years and he's saying, hey, I'm gonna hand you a piece of this and let you run with it. So that's one piece of it. I think just, I never sought this. And so I I have a very natural posture of gratitude. Like, wow, this is so cool. I get to do this. But then on the other side of it, the nature of what I do I have been able to carve it out for myself within this platform and so Dave is the first to recognize that my market is not his market and there may be some overlap but I mean we'll we'll go head-to head in meetings where I will fight for things that he doesn't agree with and I don't always win sometimes I lose but I will fight for things because I'm kind of in this sandbox where he's like I don't know it's not my market you know I don't use a planner I don't I don't do these things that I'm. I'm telling you, my market does this, this. Is what they need, and and here's here's the approach. Like at my event, we dance to shake it off. You're never going to dance to shake it off at a dance <laughs> the event. Like he lets me kind of get away with stuff, right? And I kind of love that. And so Dave is very entrepreneurial. Our culture is very entrepreneurial, and I am very entrepreneurial. My mom and dad are both entrepreneurs, and so I feel like I get to exercise all of my entrepreneurial skills within this sandbox where I kind of get to break the rules and fly under the radar. And they're like, Oh, it's Christy's thing. Just let her go do whatever. And it's not completely like that. Like there's oversight, there's approvals, there's processes. We're a part of a bigger organization, but it's amazing how much I feel like I get to exercise that. But then I get the benefit of, I have an entire social media team. I have an entire video team. I have an entire content team that's going to clean up my grammar. And so it's like, what I love about this from my perspective, that's right for me to your point, that's not for everybody, but I get to do what I'm best at. I get to do all the coaching, all the speaking and all the writing. And I'm not over here trying to figure out social media algorithms because there's somebody really smart doing that for me. And I'm not creating graphics. There's somebody really great at graphics that are creating that for me. And so to me, it's just a win-win situation that again, I just feel so grateful for. So it's, it's interesting how I feel like the diva or the ego has been such a non-issue because I get to exercise that freedom and creativity in, in owning what I've created here with the team to support it and still be a part of the bigger picture of what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. And it, I think the part about the team is powerful. It speaks to just the reality of it does. It takes a team. I think, I think in a lot of ways, Brand Builders Group is becoming for people, for individuals, that team. You know? That's
1: awesome. It's needed. It's a very it's a very big need.
0: It's hard to it's like I mean there's so there's so many pieces of video editing and con- like
1: SEO, email marketing, all those pieces that that if you're a speaker and author trying to build a brand, you don't it's not just that you don't even know how to do it usually, you don't have the time to because you need to be doing what you're good at.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I love uh you know thinking about that idea of just a natural posture of gratitude. What a great eloquent phrase of just the, because regardless of, of what your personal brand is. I think one of the things that I kind of love about your situation is, is you stepped into it. And I think for a brand when they're just by themselves, they have to get to the same place. But it's usually a longer road because they have to the there is the option of the ego settling in. Right. They own everything and they're in control 100 percent. And they have to get past that mature to where they're just serving their audience and they're just grateful to be there.
1: Um, And and to your point, you've got to be like when you're starting out, and and I experienced this even before I became a Ramsey personality when I was doing some other stuff, you have to be scrappy. You got to elbow your way a little bit in there. You got to make sure you're not taken advantage of where everyone wants you to speak for free. Like, you still need to protect yourself and, and it's not an ego. It's a balance there of like, I'm going to be wise and be smart and be scrappy to get going, but then maintain that posture of gratitude along the way. So it really is, to your point, it's both. I'll tell you one of the things that I've noticed is a pattern. Rory, and I was just talking about this the other day. So at my events or, or any event, if you know, I have a book signing line and people are coming up to talk to me, I often have people tell me, and I'm sure you do too, hey, I want to do what you do. I want to I want to speak. I want to write. How do I do what you do? And what's amazing to me is I ask them one question every single time in response to that. I say, what do you want to say? And if they don't have an answer about what they want to say or who they want to help or how they want to help them, it's pretty indicative to me that they want the fame. They want the spotlight. They're approaching this whole thing from what's in it for me. What can I get? What can I get? Can I get likes? Can I get approval? Can I get high fives? Can I get money? Can I get opportunities? Can I get, you know, relationships with really important people? Can I get fame? And if you approach anything like that in life, whether it's a relationship or a business or a platform or even a stage talk, if you walk on stage as a keynote speaker thinking, how can I get laughs? How can I get a standing ovation? You've lost. You've lost. You've lost before you've even begun because you think somehow it's about you. And it's not. Business is not. Life is not. A keynote presentation is not. Being an author is not. It's not about what you can get. It's about what you can give. And if you approach your business or your platform or your brand or anything from the perspective and the posture of what can I give? How can I give value? How can I add life change? How can I provide information or inspiration or transformation how can i give something you'll get all that and more you'll get the applause you'll get the likes you'll get the you'll get the standing ovation but people can feel it and i know rory you know this from being a speaker like people think when they're in the audience that they're anonymous like we can't see them i'm like i see like we see you we you know we're not blind but you can feel the energy in an audience and an audience can feel the energy from you and if you walk on stage trying to be cute and be funny and, and somehow it's all about you in the spotlight, they will feel that energy and they also feel it when it's the opposite. They, they feel it when you walk out there and you give it all you've got because you genuinely care about how they feel and what they need and adding value. And so um, I would just say my advice for anybody as they're building a brand or a business, social media, apply it to anything. Don't focus on what you can get. Focus on what you can give and you will get all that, but you have to have the right posture going into it at any stage of the game, whether you have one follower or 1 million, it doesn't matter. That's the posture you have to maintain.
0: Amen. Preach it, girl. Let it go. <laughs> like, rent. I, 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 amen. I, I, I love that, and it's so, so powerful hearing that from someone like you who has created such a huge monster platform over the years and and uh, just so you know by the way next time somebody comes up and says i want to do what you do you say go talk to brand builders group and- <laughs> they will help you and we will help you and we will send you a commission check <laughs> and and then we will send them this interview and be like do what christy says <laughs> it's a win-win-win <laughs> serve 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 you know, I, I think, I feel like that's also calling, right? There's, there's something in Proverbs, I don't know the exact words, but it's something about like the, a, a man creates plans, but the Lord determines his steps yep. mm-hmm. and you are such a, you know, your story is like such a great example that you never asked to do this. You never saw this, but clearly like God had a plan to use you to reach all these people. And I just, I just. I think, that's, I think that's really, really wonderful.
1: I was just going to say, one of the things that's so amazing about what you just said is if you're a believer and you remember that, then it really does take the pressure off. Now, I'm not saying you don't need to work hard or be excellent because I have put in lots of hard work and I'm the first person to say it takes a lot of hard work. It's a lot of daily grind. It's a lot of speaking at Kentucky County Libraries on a Friday night and high school reunions, which I have done plenty of times. It's a lot of getting in the reps practicing, preparing. It's a lot of that. However, I still, at times, if I'm at a new event, it's a big arena. It's a larger crowd than I've ever spoken to, or I feel out of my league in some way. I'm standing, you know, behind backstage, waiting for them to call my name. And I've got those jitters, which still come up sometimes if something's new. And I just remind myself, God put me here. I did not put myself here. God put me here and if God put me here, he wants to use me in some way. He knows something I don't know. So I don't need to focus on all my limitations or flaws or what if I screw up or what if I fall and my heels. I don't need to focus on all that. All I need to think about is doing what I came here to do because God's going to do the rest. And so it really does kind of take the pressure off that if God called you to it, he's going to bring you through it. The the cliche thing we hear all the time, but it helps you remember if I got myself there, then i am be like, oh gosh, I've got to maintain this thing. It's like, I didn't get myself there. Like God put me there because God wants to do something. And so I think that helps me at any stage when there's some fear that creeps up. It's like, I love the verse actually from First Thessalonians 5.24. It's in the front of my book, Business Boutique. It says, the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. He will do it not you. He will do it. He will be the one to pull this off. Now you've got to be excellent, do hard work, prepare all that, but he's going to be the one to pull it off. He's going to be the one to transform those lives in the audience or the readers of your book. And so, man, it takes the pressure off when you, if you're a believer, then it really does take the pressure off when you realize you're partnering with God and he brought you there and he's got things he's going to do through you. Um, if you just get out of your own way.
0: Yeah. Amen. I love it. Although I will say my only prayer is that hopefully he didn't bring there, bring me there to trip, in my stiletto so everyone
1: <laughs> crosses your mind a lot it definitely does
0: <laughs> so well christy just, just i have one more question for you but before that where should people go if they want to connect with you if they want to check out business boutique i mean your events have gotten so like spectacular and oh
1: thank you It's it's been a lot of fun it's been fun to see it grow over the last five years or so businessboutique.com you can find the book the podcast my coaching group all that and then on Instagram, it's at Christy B. Wright. Twitter's the same. Facebook, I think, is official Christy Wright. But online, businessboutique.com is probably the easiest.
0: So the last little thing I want to leave you with is, is let's say that somebody out there is watching right now. And I I think there are a lot of people who we come in touch with at at Brand Builders who it's like, they're the people who come up to you and say, you know, how do I do what you do? I want to be an author. I want to be a speaker. But I want you to talk to the person who is maybe watching or listening who didn't have that clear path, mm-hmm. didn't have that like clear vision that's more like you, but now they somehow are feeling like this is coming up, like there's opportunities coming their way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What advice would you give to someone who never thought they would actually be doing this, yeah. planned to build a personal brand? But now they're sort of sensing either their intuition or they feel the spirit moving or the calling or whatever they mm-hmm. say, and, and maybe they're a little resistant even. Yeah, yeah. What, what, would you, what would you say to that person?
1: Well, two things, and I'm sure you have run into this with sales, Rory, because you are just such a brilliant sales teacher, but I, I think people think of sales as a personality style. It's for the extrovert. It's for the social. It's for the super energetic and confident people. But what I tell people all the time is sales is not a personality style. It's a skill. And skills can be learned. And that's true for authors and speakers as well. It's not a personality style that you're a certain type of speaker. You're an extrovert. You're social. You're funny. You're charismatic. It's a skill. And it's a skill that can be learned regardless of your personality style. And I'll give you a great example. I was on the Propel Women's Tour um, in the fall of 2017. And one of the speakers that I had the privilege of hearing that I'd never heard before is Sarah Jakes Roberts. And I'm sitting in the audience and she comes on stage and Rory, she is one of the most fantastic communicators I've ever heard. And I promise you, I have heard a lot of good speakers. She owned that crowd she was hilarious her stories were amazing her points were amazing her story arc her flow the entire thing because you know as a speaker you can't just sit there and consume speakers right. as speakers you're also like oh i see what you did there that was brilliant she was absolutely brilliant like i mean sassy all that so we go back in the green room and i'm trying to find her because i want to go up to her and just be like oh my gosh you were amazing well done you know that kind of thing i so enjoyed your session. And I couldn't find her. And eventually I found her and she's over in the corner sitting at a high top table with one other person in like kind of an intimate setting and conversation. And, and a little bit later when it seemed like there was a break in their conversation, I went up, I was like, Hey, I don't want to bother you. I just wanted to say what a great job. She's like, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. She was the most soft spoken, <laughs> quiet, timid. Her natural personality is incredibly introverted. And she would be quick to say that. She's very introverted, very quiet. She'd prefer to be one-on-one than be the center of a crowd like me or Christine Kane, you know, telling stories and, and holding court type of thing. And I just found that so fascinating that she was so brilliant. And, and I actually talked to her about that on my podcast when she was on my podcast. And I said, tell me what that's like. And she was like, God asked me to do it. He's going to give me the ability to do what he's asked me to do, even if it's not in my comfort zone. And, and often if you look at scripture, that's exactly what he does. He uses unlikely people to do unlikely things in unlikely places. And I'll tell you a verse that God took me to. Um, it was the fall of 2015 when we were just, it was our very first business boutique event. So was, again, this is completely unknown. I'm writing a three-day event. I'm a new personality. I feel this pressure to prove myself and like make sure Dave Ramsey doesn't regret taking this chance on me. And I'm having this complete meltdown. It's like the month before the event. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not the person. They've got the wrong girl. Like I, what, what am I doing? Like I don't even like, I, I, what am I doing? And I opened my Bible and it went to Exodus and it was the part where the Lord is telling Moses what to say. And Moses like, Oh, I can't speak. I'm not eloquent of speech. I'm not, you know, I, I don't know what to say. And God said, who gave man his mouth? Who tells him what to say or when to go? He said, go and I will tell you what to say. I will teach you what to say. And it was the most perfectly timed message for me of like, Christy, who gave man or woman their mouth i will teach you what to say and so regardless of your personality style i just want to encourage you that if god is stirring something in you it's because he has plans for people and you're going to be a vessel for that that he's going to use so get out of your own way and let him do what only he can do because i promise you he will teach you what to say and he will show you where to go he will give you the ability to do that thing even if it doesn't feel comfortable for you
0: oh Wow. I got gooseys. I got gooseys. I absolutely <laughs> I love it. Well, Christy, thank you so much for just kind of the transparent conversation and a little bit of like the behind the scenes of all. For this. sure. Um, I think it's just, I just wanted people to get the chance to hear your heart and like get a little insight into just your desire to serve and, and uh, to be led and to be used. And I think There's no doubt that that's why the work you're doing is so impactful and you're reaching so many people. And uh, we're just, we're fans and we're cheering you on. And you know that if there's anything we can ever do for you, just let us know. And uh, we wish you all the best.
1: Well, likewise, thanks so much, Rory. I'm grateful for your friendship. Grateful for what you're doing. I'm so excited about this next chapter. So anything I can do to support you, I'm in.
0: That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news one of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it